stupid but it's funny man i'm gonna forget how to play this game man it's been so long it's been a while yeah welcome back everyone to another episode of movies that molded me people are getting notifications right now and they're like what oh yeah i i I forgot i forgot i subscribed to those guys (laughs) wait it still exists that's right yeah so we took a little bit of time off uh because that was season one and now we're gonna be in season two is that what it was (laughs) nice plot hook scheduled time off okay that's That's right yeah we can roll and do that okay (laughs) i see you yeah i see you you would expect during covid of course for us to have a lot more of these but uh it's that wasn't the case we wanted to have a quality product for you all and we took some time off and uh uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit more consistent <laughs> now. So. Is it? Is it, it, is, is it going to be more consistent? <laughs> like a refined fart. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So for all you movies that molded me fans. Happy uh, Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. We're actually uh, super happy to be back. And uh, because it is around Halloween time, uh, we decided that today we are going to talk about the top movies that are at least Halloween related, scary movies, uh, terrifying movies, but we're adding something. Omar, what are we adding? We're adding TV shows for season two. So from now on, <laughs> can you guys hear me? I'm not sure. It's a little, yeah, muffled. A little muffled. You're, you're okay. with your, the muff. What's your point here, Omar? Let, let, let me let me sell some merch before I tell <laughs> what, what we're doing in, in, in season two here. But yeah, so sorry, but my... Uh, Movies that mold me mask is a little hard to talk through there, but hey, I'm being protected from COVID. I'm, I'm being safe. I'm <laughs> being courteous home. to others. You know, whatever their whatever reason we're sell it. Um, sweet hoodie down here, and also also check it out, guys. Movies that molded me T-shirt. There's all kinds of shirt. merch yeah, right now. That is fire. On store Frontier backslash FTG Network. Check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Um, and um, from all of the different podcast that are represented through the network there's some sweet poor seth merch some repcast merch um check it all out guys and foreign toe obviously that's right over at the fade to gray network which of course you can always uh go to the fade to gray network to find other excellent podcasts as well so uh i'm I'm actually really excited i love scary movies it's like one of my favorite times of year whenever it starts getting a little bit colder outside and uh it's october i'm like yep it's time for scary movies time for scary tv shows and so that's all i've been watching actually omar you uh you, you've told me about this tv show called evil that's pretty uh, and fun. so it's i've new. been uh, watching that i finished that uh, first season the other day it's all right it's all right but it you know it's definitely there's some cool aspects to it and there's some cheesy aspects to it well there's a lot of really good new tv shows and especially yeah. with streaming going on now and everything so that's why we decided um, as we keep doing, we did this new game show format where we're talking about multiple movies each time we, and we end up getting overlap and we know that our listeners don't need us to talk about our same favorite movies 20 times. So it's like, we're right. going to throw in some TV shows. It's going to open up the playing field a whole 
lot. It's going to mean we're going to miss some movies or TV shows that are falling into this genre. So if you're listening in the comments or anything like that, you want to throw some out there that we miss, or if you can connect with some of the things that we're, that we're talking about, then then please do. Um, Seth, it looks like he's about to like poop his pants over there with poop on the pants. <laughs> I'm just curious. Isn't the show so called pants. Movies That Molded? me so aren't the things yeah. you're bringing up supposed to be things from your childhood i.e tv shows and streaming really wasn't a thing back then not necessarily not necessarily. i mean you can have newer stuff that still affects you absolutely okay, okay, okay. Boomer. And, then, and then second thing i wanted to mention chris <laughs> you mentioned you know that as we enter this time of year you really like to watch movies do you, are you watching those alone or do you typically watch them with someone else during COVID, I'm certainly watching them by myself. My wife does not like scary movies, so ah. she's not going to be watching that stuff with me. Okay. So, but but normally, whenever I'm you know with friends and stuff, we get together on the weekends and watch scary movies together. But not during COVID. No. Good point. Okay. Just curious because yeah. I I don't really yeah. like to watch scary movies that often. Generally, because it's always just me alone, and I don't think I was raised on scary. I don't movies. think that there is fun. Yeah, that's why you're so fucked this up. Explains it explains so much. <laughs> it, it does explain so much. But let's 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 get moving right into the show, right into the show, and um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, Seth. You, you bring up a good point. But a lot of our our listeners are younger, and that's some of like the criticism I get is like Omar hasn't watched a movie since like nineteen ninety five. So, um, and there are there are some good TV shows out there, so we're going to incorporate that as well. Um, so yeah, so I guess I, I get to go first. It's it's a rarity uh, that that happens. We did do the paper scissors rock thing, but like me, Seth, and Clay end up getting the like canceling each other out like three or four times. So we're just like screw it. We're just and I lost on the first round, so <laughs> not naturally. <surprised. laughs> so during this time of year, we we like our scary movies. Um, and Elizabeth does not watch scary movies, so she is not with us today. And Clay, if you guys. Have listened to our show before. Clay has been a guest, I think, at least once, maybe twice. Yeah, no, this once. Point. This is my second time. Okay. Fantasy so. Adventures. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Saw, and we it. actually got an email about that real quick. <laughs> I want to read that email real quick about that. Let's see here. You motherfuckers <laughs> didn't watch Spirited Away. Who are you? Why is there a bunch of 40 year olds playing a game that's a podcast and you expect people to be fans of you? Fuck off. Uh, this is from uh, Spirited Away Fan 45. Uh, we got an email from him. So. That was from Clay's episode. I did not expect that bad. Hey, bad publicity is good publicity, okay? I guess. Sorry, so you, uh, sorry Spirited sent? Away 45. Considering, considering this hasn't been the most consistent show, when was that sent? It's really <laughs> weird. I got it 20 minutes ago. Hey, so real quick. <laughs> If you want to, of course, disagree with us, argue with us about the movies that we choose here, you can also send us an email at movies that mold me at gmail.com or get on Facebook or whatever, right? We want to hear from you. Why do our choices suck? Why, why do they rule? Let us know. All right. So, and the way we play the game, if this never listened to us before, is we come in with our top three movies or TV shows that, that, have molded us or that we have impacted us in some way there's a child or a, or a teenager or more recently as we've covered earlier with Seth's amazing question and you know uh 
deduction there. And then uh, what we'll end up doing is we vote on a uh, grayscale, which is a scale from one to five of how we think the movie uh, impacted us. or that, And that's a rubric that Chris made. You can find yes. um, online. And, yes. But as, uh, I don't completely follow objective it. Rubric. It's a completely objective Everyone rubric. follows yes. it. Yeah, everyone <laughs> everyone definitely follows it. And we, we live by sure, it. That's what happens. So. That's exactly what happens. And then... Um, so out of those point systems, we decide a definitive top five list of whatever That's genre right. we're talking about. And then also from that, we can tally up the scores and find out a winner of, of, whoever had the best list but and so that's kind of fun because chris enjoys losing to me um so um for whatever he likes to keep a tally and i think that you the, have that tally one more than i have can be but found i'm catching well. up buddy uh, i'm you, catching up uh, we haven't even recorded in three months so i don't know <laughs> hey, where I'm you're catching up today <laughs> mine aren't obscure clay clay <laughs> clay's bringing some heat okay so that's we'll right see. we'll see what movie he brings it's probably going to be some sort of like rare anime or something that <laughs> no Japan, one's ever seen 1945 <laughs> there are a lot of really cool j-horror movies though there really that are have been remade but anyway 1986 <laughs> this is your first one yes this is your third favorite scary one of all time yeah, yeah. i don't really know how the wait the order is going so I, i'm yeah. so we're not throwing it out there we're not doing top five we're doing top three you top just announced three? we always yeah, do top, top three now you're announcing top no three. we've all, always do top three and okay. i yeah, just explain that too yeah you said <laughs> top five <laughs> in that explanation no so. no i said we we end up getting a top five top at, at five the end this is oh, what I, I did say that you're correct you got Whatever. a little bit mixed up there. Whatever. How's Grinder? How's Grinder doing over there? So? I, I'm not on it. <laughs> I am not on it, asshole. Now that Continue shit's on. scary. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> All right, 1986. <laughs> a, a little movie uh, with Rick Moranis called Little Moranis? Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. All right. Moranis, All Moranis. Right. You know, Uranus, Moranis. You know, who knows? Um, Dad, where's he my play, anus? He plays Little a character shop. called Seymour, who's uh, yes, it's it's a musical as well. Um, <laughs> Miss Seymour. Actually, Gina from Martin is one of the backup singers in that in a oh, little tidbit. Cool. Yeah. And so, um, so he plays a timid flower shop uh, worker, you know, just kind of a loser type. Um, if you know Rick yeah. Moranis, Moranis at all, um, <laughs> he's one of my favorite actors. I've talked about him multiple times. I'm not going to get back into that right now. Um, he was... Uh, in love with or swooning over his coworker Aubrey, um, played Audrey, Audrey, Aub- Aubrey, yeah. Audrey, Audrey, Audrey. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna just fuck up all these names. Um, played by <laughs> Elon Green, Ellen Green. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, so he was just like madly like in love with her, but too timid to talk to her and all that different stuff. And so then, during a total eclipse uh, of the sun, he ends up finding this like. A weird talking small plant um, <laughs> that he names Audrey Two, yes, and um, you know just brings it into the flower shop and is like loving it, taking care of it, and it's kind of like a, it's it's a comedy horror comedy, and you know the and musical and musical, and it the the plant's a smart ass and is like is <laughs> fucking up with uh, Seymour and um, Audrey's boyfriend. It was played by Steve Martin, who plays a, an evil dentist type character named Orin, <laughs> yeah. and um, he's just a complete asshole as well. Um, ends up getting fed to Aubrey too, and that's when just things get 
kind of crazy from there because then the plant just needs more bodies to and it gets bigger and bigger <laughs> and it's just it's a fun show and i watched it when i was way too young so this came out in 1986 <laughs> and it was on tv a lot like in the years yeah. afterwards and I'd, every time it came on tv i'd want to watch it and my, my parents would allow me to maybe i should let my kids watch it i don't know john candy's john candy's in this one as well so um yeah it definitely makes yeah, the Bill list Murray too Bill Murray's in this? I, I forgot. Yeah, he, he's yep. one of the people that goes to the dentist, but he likes the pain because uh, the dentist yeah. is like really big on causing pain. Yeah. And Bill Murray's like there for the pain, which actually this is a remake. And the original uh, Little Shop of Horrors, uh, Jack Nicholson was the one that played uh, Bill Murray's role. So you know, it's pretty interesting. But I fucking love this movie, Omar. Good choice. I didn't even think about it, but absolutely. This totally fits right up there with um, some of the great scary movies. It's not, I mean, it can be scary, certainly for kids uh it would be terrifying i mean steve martin's character is very menacing <laughs> certainly audrey to the plant like it's a you know to, to to spoil the movie if you haven't seen it yet it's an alien and it's you know there and it, it's a man-eater like it feasts on on people like they chop up the bodies and stuff certainly it's scary to kids uh but the the movie's hilarious and uh er- everything is so well done so well acted rick moranis is great uh, can you think of another movie that steve martin plays like the antagonist or the the bad guy I mean, I know no. in the jerk, he's kind of like a bad guy, but he's just kind of dumb. You know, he's not Leap really. Leap of Faith, he's also kind oh, of like yeah, a, that's one true. of those Leap of Faith, he's not so much a bad guy, though. Right. Like, yeah. right. that's... But yeah, yeah. I mean, he plays such a great antagonist. He's such a dickhead. With the dark, <laughs> like, the, the leather, and the bike, yes. and like every time. And that's just, and it's just shot so well for 1986. Like, you know, like you, yeah. the, the feeling, I guess you call that the cinematography of, of the movie, I think it was very well done as well, so... It, it's really cool, like because it's a Broadway, right? Yeah. And then they like they've turned it into a movie, and they've done really good with the visuals uh, in in the 1980s there with with this movie. It's set in Skid Row, and uh, they do a really good job of recreating that. And it's uh, it's absolutely a great movie. I really hope uh, everyone has seen it so that they can vote on it. But Omar, what do you uh, what would you give Little Shop of Horrors? Oh well, I mean, this is. It's a short list, guys. So it, I'm going to be ranking them high, and it's on. So, but I'm going to give. I, I can't. I can't find flaw in the movie personally. Okay. I mean, and it was one of those things that, as a child, it's I can recall so much. I didn't re- research any of that besides like maybe some names which I mispronounced and butchered. But um, <laughs> uh, I give it a five. Okay. All right. Omar gives Little Shop a five. I don't um, think Seth has seen this either, so it's going to need some help to get on the list. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Clay, what do you think about Little Shop of Horrors? It's really good. And the fact that it's packed with so many budding at the time actors, Steve Martin, Bill Murray, like they had their own things, but they were still small names John back Candy. then. John Candy. Well, I mean, John Candy in the 80s was like the godfather of comedy. <laughs> like that was his era. And era. And um, I'm going to have to give it a four. Okay. Like, yeah. Only because of the cinematography, there's some things and the fact I find the Broadway, actual Broadway rendition of it better. I can see that. I can see that. Seth, have you seen Little Shop of Horrors? Well, I think that I have. <laughs> and I have definitely been in a play about it. So I know. Oh, okay. So I, I know the show. Uh, yeah. I know the movie. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. I will okay. just note, like, I think it's really good. It was creative, uh, specifically the fact that it was, there were a lot of kids in it, at least from a, wait a second, am I getting this wrong? 
Uh, that definitely wasn't the movie. Yeah, okay. maybe in your maybe in the maybe in your play, yeah, you were, the you play were a too, So probably, I'm gonna so. give it. I'm gonna give it a three because I know I know the plot. So uh, yeah. I think it's good. Most likely, okay. there you are. Cool. So that means Little Shop of Horrors, our very first movie on this. You didn't list. give it an, anything, did you? Oh, did I not? I, I give it a not. four. Okay. I agree with Clay. Uh, it's great. It's really, really good. Um, so Little Shop of Horrors is going to get a 16 on the gray scale. Very it. good uh, first movie there, Omar. You always pick the ones that I at least expect, and they're always really great choices that I wouldn't have even thought of. So very good. All I do very is good. win, win. <laughs> not again. Not again. <laughs> only, only if All I right. win. So. That's going to bring us to Clay's third favorite uh, horror, Halloween themed, whatever uh, movie that scared you or TV show that scared you of all time. All right. So we're, we're going to 1984. Um, and this is also a Christmas movie as well. So it's double. I got double here. And so we're going to go and we're going to hit it with Gremlins. You, you don't get extra points uh, for that, by the way. We're going to hit it with Gremlins. Gremlins, uh, Gremlins 1980 was came out in 1984. Um, packed a punch, uh, especially when I saw it in the mid-90s um, as a kid. Um, it was terrifying, mostly because we had Furbies back then. <laughs> and so watching this and then going to play with a Furby. Um, but for those of y'all who haven't seen Gremlins, um, one, you should don't show it to your kids. I showed it to mine and they're like, what the hell is this? Um, <laughs> and uh, so uh, Gadget Salesman is looking for a special Mama. gift for his son and finds a store in Chinatown. Uh, the shopkeeper is reluctant to sell him uh, the Mogwai. Um, but sells it to him with the warning to never expose it to bright light, water, or feed it after midnight. Um, all this you happens think the feeding as a result. After midnight would be the easiest part of all that, but I know, yeah, I know. Um, and then all of a sudden, it gets fed, gets water on, and then a gang of these like mutated gremlins appear, type of thing, because they multiply. And so you just have all these cute little fuzzy gremlins that now transform into these terrifying bat-eared things and just terrorize this small little town on christmas eve um one it has a better plot than die hard um <laughs> by a lot and it's more of a christmas movie i mean I'm just other than that shade. cats were they really that evil oh god yes there there's a couple scenes back because they couldn't show a lot of like bloodshed for like a in-between kids movie back in the day and so there was a lot of scenes that like these things killed people Oh, okay. There's there's a couple of scenes where it's like, yeah, that dude's dead. It's terrifying. I mean, I <laughs> I am shocked if you didn't have nightmares, man. I'm I'm very concerned for your childhood. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it packed Howie uh Howie Mandel was the voice of Gizmo, which was the first little Mogwai that we were introduced to. Um. But also Corey Feldman. Hmm. I mean, come on, Corey Feldman in a wonderful movie. Um. And a whole list of other actors for the 80s. It was, was the packed director with. for this. Oh, God. You had to ask me that one was, question. Was it Harvey Weinstein, was it? No, this well, wasn't Weinstein. Not a director. There he's wasn't enough women in here for company. Weinstein to be in there. Um, <laughs> well, Joe saying, Dante. You, you, said, you said Feldman, and it just made me think of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. Every time now that I think about mm. him as a child in movies, I'm always like, those those motherfucking all the adult actors in there. I'm like, you're a fucking little child raper, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, the screenplay is by Chris Columbus, who also yeah. wrote and directed uh, Home Alone. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's very it has, or maybe not wrote it. It has directed. a lot of Home Alone vibes to it. 
Um, but Jonathan Banks is one of my, he does a lot of TV stuff now. Um, one of the actors in the, he, he just had like a B-roll sergeant. Um, but he played in Beverly Hills Cop and a whole bunch of other little, I guess at the time, B-movies kind of for the time. Um, but became cult classics. Um, but yeah, it was a wonderful film growing up. It terrified the hell out of me as a kid. Um, and honestly, I just, I love it. It, cause it's simple, but. It's mundane, mundane horror, and I love that stuff. So, all right, well, what would you give Gremlins on the grayscale? Um, I, just because it has it, I'm honestly gonna give it a four, um, because there is a bunch of plot holes. It's not the best screenplay in the world. It really is not. Um, like a couple bullets in this thing would have been over, um, and not feeding it after midnight. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four. Okay, uh, Omar, what do you think about Gremlins? Mm. I think it's a good choice. Like I, I looked when I was researching, um, which I think this is a pretty level playing field. We decided 30 minutes ago that we're recording right now. So it's like we all like had 30 <laughs> minutes to make our list. And I considered like writing, jotting it down because as a child, like I saw, I don't know if it was this one. It had to have been the second one in theaters. Where they go to New York? Yeah. And so yeah. like I really did like it it just doesn't hold up i think is where is where i'm gonna like maybe deduct some points is because like it 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 had some impact on me so it'll get some some cred there it's not a bad movie then i just don't think it would hold up now at all um fair and so i give it i'll give it a three all right, uh, Seth. Have you seen Gremlins? I think you have. You uh, said yeah. it terrified you. No, I was, I was, I had nightmares. It was so scary. <laughs> I, I'm going to give this a, a solid two. Oh <laughs> come on! Low I thought you were going to get higher than that. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, of course, as a child of the '80s, I loved Gremlins growing up. I thought it was great. My wife and I were actually talking about this the other day because my wife does not do scary stuff, and she was talking about how Gremlins was the scary thing ever to her and we were trying to think of the the three things that you couldn't do with the gremlins and we came up with the uh throw water on them don't feed them after midnight but we forgot about the sun when we couldn't think of it and so i'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because i'm gonna go tell her that about uh, about that here in just a few minutes but uh but yeah gremlins um as a kid from the 80s, man, any movie that Phoebe Cates was in, I've got to give at least a three. So uh, it's not something I really care to ever watch again or, you know, think is is particularly a good movie. Uh, but, man, Phoebe Cates, so hot. Uh, so I'm going to give it a three, which means that Gremlins is going to get a 12 on the grayscale. Not horrible. But not bad. Not horrible. Not bad. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. Seth, oh. what is your third favorite <laughs> terrifying now, movie or TV show? Let's remember that I ha- I'm not on this show very often, so I'm, I may mess up the rules and things, but I'm going to put my <laughs> number three at I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's strictly <laughs> for the fact that these people were so hot and I was one. <laughs> if we want to talk about movies that molded me, this molded Who me. Who was that? Jennifer Love Hewitt? Isn't it? Jennifer Love Hewitt? Uh, fucking uh, Freddie f- Prince Jr. I think. Freddie, yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. And that's I. Yeah, w- he was beautiful <laughs> in the film. But anyhow, this is based loosely off of the 1973 novel 
called I Know What You Did Last Summer uh, franchise. The film centers on four young friends who are stalked by a hook-wielding killer one year after covering up a car accident <laughs> in which they killed a man. And uh, somebody comes after him. I think I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty good. I want to know why Chris is laughing so hard about this one. I'll, I'll, I'll whenever I get there, okay. I'll, I'll tell you all about okay. it. We'll keep going, Seth, because I don't and, think it's a bad. I don't think it's a bad pick. These aren't on my. This is not on my list. But like, this is the same guy who uh, wrote Scream, which the Scream films were stupid. Wow. But like, uh, as a kid, uh, as a kid, better than what you did last summer. Yeah. I they scared me. I don't think that's accurate. You don't think they were, you think they were really good? I think they're well, no Wes Craven, if I remember correctly, wrote Scream. I don't think he wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer. Or maybe I'm wrong. I think I think they were both written by Kevin Williamson. I'm gonna look it Google up while you're boxing. talking about it. Google Boxing. But I do uh, think that Scream is better than this movie, but keep going. Uh, probably. But but the thing about it was when I was a kid, everyone made fun of Scream. They didn't make fun of this. So I actually probably would agree with you and that Scream is probably scarier, uh, especially thriller-esque, I feel like, than this. But when I think of like what I actually watched, it was this and not Scream. Because I wanted to watch Scream and everyone told me how bad it was and they would never watch it with me. And I didn't like to watch movies alone. So anyhow, yeah, I'm going to give this a four. All right. I guess, uh, well... Chris is still researching over there. Um, yeah, it looks like he was a writer on Scream, but he did the entire screenplay for I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, okay. So Seth gives it a four. Omar, what do you think about I Know What You Did Last Summer? <sighs> I don't hate it. It's I hate like the remakes and everything like afterwards. There's a lot of like just like corny, yeah. sh- corny shit. Um, but whenever I saw it, what year did this come out? Help remind um, me. 1997. 98. 97. Okay. Okay. So I, I graduated in uh, 99. So this is one that like I was a junior in high school sort of thing, junior, senior. And that's kind of like what these people were. And, you know, like, so it was, it was good. It was one of those things like it, for some reason, like had like this, it's a scary movie, but it's not like scary too scary for some reason it's just there's no scare it's like more of a thriller kind of thing and uh but to say all that i can't give it more than a 2.8 and okay. i'm being 2. generous 8? yeah <laughs> what's the point being, eight about <laughs> i don't give think it a three all right i don't think that I mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt can You're going to make Chris do math. Chris can't math. Uh, that, that's fine. That's re- I want to. He uh, hasn't had to do any math yet, so I figured it's, t- it, it's time. I've got the Google uh, Sheets open. No worries. i got the the system all set up to where it does the math for me, so whatever number you throw at me, I'm good at. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good with my point eight. I mean, I'm not saying I'm being 2. generous. That's, um, if I, would. <laughs> I think you're being very generous. Whatever. Clay, what do, you, what do you think about I Know What You Did uh, Last Summer? I mean, to me, I've always viewed that film as a ripoff of Scream and everything else like that was the b side of that film i don't know why but for the simple fact of of the actors in it which i don't know how much they had to pay them to get to do that job um but uh, two i'm gonna have to give it a two because like scary movie itself was funnier and scarier at points (laughs) you know my strong hand um that's exactly what i was about to talk about so yeah i'm glad you brought that up like like to me it was the same thing almost except one was more scary um so i'm gonna give it a two (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. So, okay. So Clay gives it a two. I give it a one. And let me tell you why. <gasps> this movie is awful. It's not scary at all. All right. The, the, it makes absolutely no sense. A fisherman with a hook. Why does he give a shit who they killed last summer? Okay. You get four people that are absolutely beautiful people. Yes. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. She's beautiful. She sucks at acting. She can't act for shit. She's awful. <laughs> Same thing for Freddie Prince Jr. Terrible actor. No offense. But this movie is no. so bad. Is 15 going on 40. points there on Freddie Freddie Prince. Terrible. My friend. Terrible. Okay. Not terrible. It's so bad that the movie Scary Movie it it does touch on scream a little bit but the majority of the movie scary movie is making fun of i know what you did last summer because it's so terrible it's awful it's i cannot believe some of you actually like this movie it is have you seen it since 1998 no no and that's the whole thing we're just movies that mold, <laughs> it's just movies that molded me and it's okay. and I, I was connecting with the fact that like when he brought that up i'm like okay like i and remember enjoying that, but no, it would never make any list of mine, like, ever. Like, so bad. And, and let me ask you this. Have you seen Scream since 1998? Yeah, Scream's a good movie. And I would like to talk about Scream. I hope that makes somebody's list, but I hope it does too, because Scream is infinitely better. Yeah, than yeah this it was movie. funny they brought it up. I was like, oh man, I'd much rather talk about Scream. And that's what, and it's yeah. one of those things, like, I know you did last summer, it actually made you, like, and part of me maybe even, like, maybe gave, I know what you did last summer too much of a like score but like i i, I just i just like but i think it kind of like clay said it's like the b-side of scream and so like it's yeah. kind of has it's that about same our childhood film. we're not supposed to look at these movies i we have a rubric based upon how this impacts our childhood uh, I, unfortunately one there's only one point 20. that we, dedicated to how it affects us which i think it, that's right it's <laughs> fucked up for that reason but yeah but Seth, I, I made the same mistake last time yeah okay so we're doing so this is i got the rules wrong this is not about so it's hypocrisy it hypocrisy to the name of the show this is not about I think movies you're that just, uh, this is about no, I movies that, that we think are good movie. objectively from you know 20 years <laughs> all right let's move Jesus. on you're, 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 you're not you're not wrong but let's move on <laughs> i think Come he's wrong on. anybody who chooses this movie as a best of Oh my god! At least it's not number one on Listen, the list. Okay, Chris, I was a in the closet scared gay boy. Okay, homosexuality child. All right, like this. Give a man a break. I had to have some material, and Freddie so, Prince Jr.'s cute. So I at that time, at, he at is. That age. So just uh, yeah, good looking man. Pipe down. You're right. But, good looking man. But still, you okay. had you had a bunch of other good looking Chris, men in that time three. too. Let's all right. I well uh, first of all, Seth, I do apologize for for harping on you so bad. I just can't believe you chose that movie. Um I know that my number three is not We're gonna get some hate to... mail from like fans of <laughs> We're gonna get I know what you did last podcast. <laughs> I think people are going to agree with me, but we'll uh, see. We'll, well see. If it, either way I win, because either way I have people coming to the defense of poor Seth or People will literally feel sorry for me, in which case it meets the name. So there you go. Win-win. All right. Well, 
My number three, I don't expect any to, uh, of you to have seen. I, I've already decided that I've lost this game yeah. because I'm going to, because I love scary movies so much that I'm going to yeah. actually choose the ones that I don't care if I win, but they actually yeah, need yeah, to yeah. be. Yeah, don't, don't yeah, already yeah. make your, like, Let's throw your speech before you even start going. I know, right? After preface. <laughs> I mean, says Mr. <laughs> Pretense. Fluffing the balls. <laughs> all right. So my third favorite scary movie of all time, uh, and fuck, I probably need to pull it up. Like I said, I didn't really prepare for this at all, but I, one, they're like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull it up on IMDb real quick. Um, but it is whatever happened to baby Jane. Yep. You're losing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew I would it's, and it's totally okay. Uh, but whatever happened to baby Jane, uh, it stars Betty Davis, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Okay, but of course, she's famous actress from back in the day. This is from 1962, by the way. Um, and you can, yeah, you can snort all you want. Uh, director is Robert Aldrich. Uh, Joan Crawford's in it as well. That's Mommy Dearest, for those of you who um, uh, keep up with older actors or whatnot. But this movie actually, it's absolutely for terrifying. For all you that just skipped 30 seconds, hit it again, because it's he's still going. <laughs> The movie starts out with uh, Betty Davis's character being like a young child actress, right? And so she's she's you know famous. She's getting all the attention. The other child uh, is not. She's kind of an ugly duckling. She's kind of you know ugly in the shadows. Duckling. Yes, and so. Anyway, skip forward like several years as they're adults. You yeah, see that there's like another an accident. <laughs> <laughs> there's an accident where one of them <laughs> crashes into the other. So Betty Davis's character crashes in uh, to her sister, okay, with the vehicle. And so they live together as adults, as old women. And uh, it's basically Betty Davis is just pure evil in this movie. And she's constantly doing things to, to, to be horrible to her sister. And it's absolutely terrifying. It's almost like watching an Alfred Hitchcock uh, movie. It sounded or like something. the birds it's, the way you're describing it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's there, it, it's kind of like in the same vein of that horror, which also is a great fucking movie. I love the birds, but. Um, Whatever happened to Baby Jane is iconic, not only because of the movie. It was like they wanted to rate it X at the time uh, because it was so terrifying and, and scary, uh, you know, but they ended up not doing that. Uh, but anyhow, it was a trailblazer of the time. And you have to see it if you haven't seen it. Whatever happened to Baby Jane, you can find it. I think they always have it on IMDb. Uh, you can watch it there for free. Uh, sometimes they'll have it on like uh, fucking voodoo or whatever. Uh, but it's such a thrilling movie. And, and Betty Davis gives the performance of a career. Uh, in this movie and it actually set up uh, a rivalry between the two actresses that lasted forever um, and there's actually a TV show that came out a few years ago uh, where they they kind of like covered the making of this uh, this movie and the uh, rivalry between the actresses but anyhow I love this movie I know you've probably never seen it I give it a five on the gray right, scale that's what it gets so <laughs> Has anyone else ever seen whatever happened to baby? Nobody, Jane? not even anybody Negative. listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So whatever happened to baby Jane's going to get a five on the grayscale as expected, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Well, what that's way to bring stay true to, to the art and be a mar- uh, martyr for the true. cause. I got to stay true to it. So that's going to bring us back to Omar. Uh, your second back to movies that people watch. Um, okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> All right. Well, this one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to save my TV show for last. So it can go up my number one spot or whatever. And I'm going to dedicate because I only get to do one TV show. And there's a couple I want to just hit on. So number two, 
this is definitively going into my list of movies that mow to me. It's a great fucking movie. 1991, uh, Silence of the Lambs. And I've talked about this okay. movie before, and I don't care. I will put it back on the list again. I, I, I it's, um, it, it, was, it was terrifying for me because you had Jeffrey glass. Dahmer around that same time period. Um, and mm. so I remember sitting in my lunchroom talking about cannibals and I thought that some man was going to steal me and eat me. Um, you know, because we just, I mean, that's what we talked about as kids sitting around. And then I'm watching this movie. And I, I ate his liver with a nice Chianti. And I didn't really know what The Silence of the Lambs was about. <laughs> <laughs> until like I'm until they're talking about like cannibalism, I'm like this really happens, and then, like and then it's really happening. Real anyway, so um, you have Jodie Foster playing Clarice um, as a budding FBI like a trainee. She's not actually an FBI agent yet, but she's like top student sort of deal. Um, there is a killer on the loose, ser- serial killer uh, played by Ted Levine, uh, Buffalo Bill, and uh, it puts the lotion. Yes, on what, skin. what a great. Uh, freaking <laughs> like antagonist. He was actually based on a few serial killers from the past, um, which kind of made it even more like real and kind of terrifying. Um, and yeah, it's great acted movie. You have a- Anthony Hopkins playing like one of the main characters is Doctor Hannibal Lecter, which they you know did spinoffs to this movie with other other movies and stuff horrible so, sequels yeah, yeah yeah but that that yeah. character is just so <laughs> it's a genius who like likes to talk about eating people and so it's just kind of like terrifying and um so clarice has to go to dr lecter and ask you know advice on how she might be able to catch this serial killer and then he gets pretty involved in the relationship is you know so like he's a mind fucking her basically Don't so touch the glass clarice <laughs> exactly and it's terrifying especially and it's one of those things that if i think scary movies even now is that's i i'm into true crime and it's it's all stuff like i mean that could possibly i mean that movie could definitely have happened in real life so um i give it a five all right omar has given silence of the lamb a five uh clay what do you think about silence of the lambs man it's been forever since i've seen it i i mean it was terrifying for what it was for sure um i mean personally i think fracture with him with the lead actor i forget his name um Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins in Fracture was a better telling of that kind of the same story because they they parallel very well together. Um, I prefer that over over Silence of Lambs, but I think I'm, I'm going to have to give Silence of Lambs a three, only because it it literally defined and created a genre in a way. So if, for what it did for the, yeah. the industry itself, I have to give it at least a three. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Seth, Silence of the Lambs. I'm going to give it a five. I wow yeah, wow I know I this film I'm re- I'm obsessed with psychopathology uh, really looking at serial killers I mean TV shows like Criminal Minds and uh, certain podcasts all about true crime like I am fascinated shout out to True Crime Garage and there are a lot of one liners from this film that have really stood the test of time so I yeah, yeah I, this deserves a five at, at least okay 
Yeah. Um, I also really love this movie. I think it's a fantastic movie. Uh, extremely well acted. Jodie Foster is one of like the best actresses of all time. Um, I think you call them all actors now, Chris. I mean, come on. Say what? Well, whatever. Uh, she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't get the, uh, uh, the credit she deserves. She's, since you know taxi driver since that movie she's just fucking killed every single role she's ever been in um so for for jodie foster alone i would give it a fucking five uh but this movie overall is just an incredible movie it's terrifying uh it's it's thrilling (laughs) it's exciting uh certainly it deserves a five the the sequels are absolutely horrible with the exception to to the one prequel uh which was red dragon uh which was pretty pretty good um but uh anyhow Silence of the Lambs is going to end up with an 18 on the gray scale. So far, winning out over everything, uh, which I think it deserves. Very good choice, Omar. The way that Homeboy was killing people, putting the moth carcasses down someone's throat, I mean, it's genius. Mm. I mean... Yeah. There's another movie I didn't I didn't pick it so you know I'm not doing any more movies that's one and like I mean it's kind of like 7 to me. It could have been like in that same mm. like thing as far as like and I think it was around I think there's a few years difference in there. Um yeah. anyway, so. Well good. All right. That's going to bring us to Clay's second scary movie or TV show. Mine my next two are actually TV shows. Cool. Um and so honestly I I went with one that's fairly recent. Um, within the last handful of years, Ooh, and I hope it's um, one that I think it might be. Um, I, well, I, I had hear to go how with it shaped you specifically God. since it's been the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> I really that want to hear uh, that's a real that. problem with this one. So, <laughs> Stranger Things. Yes, nice. Um, yes. Yeah, Stranger that Things. That's coming like last two years. Twenty sixteen. I twenty sixteen. Okay, four. <laughs> Double. Okay, <laughs> Double the number. I need an explanation on how this show has okay. shaped you as a human being. Go. Okay, so Stranger Things, before this, uh, D&D in the world of nerdum oh, as it D&D. was... Um, I can see that was literally that kind of a faux thing. It was like we, people did it, but they were quiet about it. It was like closeted D and Ders. That, that's what we were back in the day. Um, and so, because it was concerning, but when Stranger Things came on the scene, they brought this mythos, this this other what we call elder god mythology to the world. Because I'm a big Lovecraftian, H.P. Lovecraft, and they brought this Lovecraftian feel. To a show that on the on the whole one, it's very much like Ready Player One. So it's eighties nostalgia. You have all this all the best parts of the eighties, which is like nine things, because that's all the eighties was was nine great things. Um, <laughs> and uh, it it was really good storytelling. Um, I mean, it's set in the early eighties. Um, I mean, hell, their season three is only up to nineteen eighty four, um, but you have amazing young actors coming out of this as well. Um, like you have uh, Millie, B- uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Um, you have Win- Winona Ryder, which I've been a fan of for a long time. Um, yeah, coming she's, back she's to the awesome scene, in this um, and honestly, the storytelling alone just shaped well everything like it's all the books i've read growing up that are this genre of fantasy has been huge um and again it's mundane horror it's something scary of what go bump in the woods it's not a lot of bloodshed and all these things but it messes with your head more than anything else Um, i specifically like to allow this one for molded me only not only but mainly because of the whole thing you said about 
it's where it's set in the 80s. And for me as like being, I'll be 40 this year, but watching that, it was nostalgic because they were killing it for the 80s. Like, I think every, oh, yeah. everybody, when that f- the, sh- the first season, like went the how well they did that, everybody who's my age fell in love with the movie just because they just, it, they were a kid again for a season. They got, there was like, this is like, this is my childhood. My, I'm reliving my childhood. And so I think for that, it automatically connected with something in people. It was genius the way they did it. So then it's kind of like, it's it's one of my screen. It's like my, my screensaver for Netflix, sort of thing. It's like <laughs> the, the characters. So right. And for those of you who don't know about the show, it pretty much focuses around this group of kids that um, one of them goes missing, and he goes to the upside down, which is this parallel plane um, of our universe, and it's haunted and creepy. And there's a Demi Gorgon there, which is an actual. D&D, Dungeons & Dragons creature from back in the day, early 80s actually. Um, and so they're, and I mean, hell, it opens up with that. And so they're going through this adventure of getting their friend out of the upside down. Then they meet uh, um, Eleven and which is uh, Millie Bobby Brown um, who does a wonderful job of telling this very haunted little girl kind of feel. Um, and it just follows their journey from this government conspiracy operation, which the 80s was full of, which also has a bunch of stuff in it, um, to being extra planar, you know, this other plane they're trying to communicate with, you know, and the Russians and everything. So it has every quintessential, like Omar said, 80s thing in it. It, it is packed full of the movie tropes and everything and else. Season three alone is yeah. one of the best seasons of any fucking show yeah. what what genre you want to in my opinion the how they f- did that um and you get just and the way they do the character development and the ki- the kids yep. relationships and how it changes as they're getting a little bit older and everything i i just f- so from season one it the way it progressed season two i'm not as impressed with um, but, um yeah uh, it's one of those ones i can't wait to do a season four i don't really like yeah anyway we- I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Clay, what do you give uh, uh, Stranger Things on the grayscale? I, I got to give it a five. It is everything okay. you want a, a TV show to be. All right. Cool. Uh, Omar, Stranger Things. Oh, so I get to talk about TV shows next, and that's one of the ones I'm glad that Clay picked this because it was on my list and I didn't pick it to talk about. So, um, yeah, I, I'll give it a four and a half because it hits on everything and I'll give it a half a point for Seth's argument that it is newer (laughs) and so it hasn't fully molded me but it definitely is very good show highly recommend it Um, it's scary but not it's more on the thriller side and it's I I I can't speak on it enough as far as um, <laughs> like how they do the upside down and then the the main antagonistic character in season three and even down to like how they battle it. Everything is just it built. It, it, it just keeps building. So it make, it's one of those shows yeah. that like you, you I feel like there's a few of those that you just highly anticipate whenever it comes out the next season that drops you're like okay yeah i know 
what I'm doing that weekend when it drops. That's right. So. Right. Seth, what do you think about uh, Stranger Things? Other than that, uh, you don't think it can mold anyone yet? I don't think it can mold anybody. But I will <laughs> note that, I mean, Clay threw up a really good uh, a point here. And I just, I feel like before I can even talk about the show, I have to, we have to talk about this, you know, that this show was really the catalyst that got him out of the closet and uh for D, because he said clay was oh. like you know he was a closeted D D person uh, you know until the show came around and i i don't know how difficult it must be to be in the closet where it's a D, but it, it sounds like it was pretty traumatic and i'm really happy to hear that the show has had it has helped you down that journey um i will give it a four i do think that this is a great show um and Omar is right. There's a lot of anticipation with the show where you're really kind of on the edge of your seat, even though there is no gore, there is no blood, there's nothing, you know, that makes it super ultra scary, but there's like this anticipation in the air when you watch the show. And so I, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Um, so I haven't really spoken on this uh, TV show just yet because I have a lot to say about it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to kind of hold my tongue about it. Uh, I find stranger things to be extraordinary. I, I think it's fantastic. The, the way that they've, you know, taken these kids back to the eighties, uh, they've, you know, included actual historical things like, of course, you know, Russia, the cold war, uh, they've included, uh, you know, several throwbacks to the eighties. Like for example, in this last season, the ghostbuster costumes, yeah. um, th- they've just done such a fantastic job, uh, creating that nostalgic feel, uh, of the eighties. And as a child of the eighties, every single time I watch it, I get super excited about it. Um, so I absolutely love Stranger Things. I think the first season is the best, and I think that they've uh, the second season uh, I think was you know pretty good. The third season I think they did a great job on. Um, I, there's no reason not to watch all three of them. That first season is just tops. It's great. The acting is very good, even with the child actors, which I normally don't really care for. Uh, I think they they've chosen really great child actors here. Uh, even that little kid uh, Gatson Matsaroni or whatever the hell his you, name Dustin. is. Uh, yeah, 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 the guy that pl- the kid that plays Dustin, he has his own scary TV show now on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, some of the other characters uh, have gone on to do like the recreation of the movie It. Um, you know, so I th- actually maybe two of them were in It. Uh, anyway, um, you know, so they've they've gone on to actually have careers in scary movies as well. Um, certainly the resurgence of Winona Ryder uh, was brilliant. I think she's a fantastic, fantastic actress. And I was really happy to see her uh, excel in this role. Uh, I I love it. Everything about it. So I'm actually going to give stranger things a 4.6 on the grayscale. I give it a 0.6 because that's going to actually edge it out over another (laughs) uh, movie that's on the (laughs) list here. Um, And so anyhow, stranger things uh, is going to end up with 18.1 on the grayscale. And I think, think that it certainly belongs there uh so happy that we're adding tv shows uh into the mix i think that's such a a really cool thing that we're doing and i can't wait to see uh what other tv shows might show up on this list uh seth that is going to bring us to your second most terrifying movie ever the rocky (laughs) i hope it's uh i know what you did last summer too (laughs) final destination However, I think that that movie got more points than yours. So can we just lay that out for what it is? uh, My second uh, movie here is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wait, whoa, whoa. You have to do it with Antissa. Patient. Patient. 
this is a 1975 uh, musical comedy horror film. Um, and it was written by Sharman and actor uh, Richard O'Brien, uh, who are also in the cast. And it was directed by Jim Sharman. Uh, I think that this show, this movie, Did was they make toilet paper too? Amazing. I was about to say the same what? thing. Charmin. They're rich right now in 2020. Well, yeah, so right? this like included uh, stars like Jim Curry, Susan Sanders. I can Tim never, Curry. Tim Curry. I can never say Susan's last name right. Sanders Sarandon. Or Tim. Sarandon. Sarandon. Um, shut up, Omar. Boss, uh, Barry Boswick. <laughs> and it's narrated by Charles Gray. Uh, and, and and it, you're leaving out one. Meatloaf. You can't forget Meatloaf. That's right. That's right. He'll do How anything for love. <laughs> but he won't do that so this story uh centers on a young engaged couple whose car breaks down on the side of the road uh near a castle damn it janet uh where they seek a telephone to, ca- to call for help and when they get to this castle it turns into quite the show uh, a lot of people <laughs> dressed up and costumes and there's a alien a transvestite uh, it's yeah <laughs> I love. Of course, it. you would pick it because of that. Well, it's it's <laughs> hilarious. I mean, I know we're supposed to talk about scary, but I think that the combination, in it. yeah, I think the combination yeah. of the two really makes this a good film and yeah, puts and it the above, name above others. <laughs> what was scary is seeing some of those dudes in the freaking lingerie. Like they had to have sock stuff some of that bulge. Oh, one hundred percent. It's theater. So it's I, theater. yeah, I'm giving it a seven. You can't give it a seven. <laughs> Why can't I? How did because it mold the, you? The, the the highest is five. Oh we oh okay. Well then I give it a five. Okay. All right. Uh, Omar, have you seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Honestly, not all the way through. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have definitely. I know all about it. It has a major cult classic uh, and a huge cult following. I would say. I can't I don't I I would like to rate it but I can't because I haven't seen like sat down and watched the whole movie um yeah I would agree and yeah. it's I, and also oh, I'm gonna go a step further and probably get some hate <laughs> for it but I have no desire to watch it either to be completely honest like what I, <laughs> I'm yeah so I mean I know I would maybe not admit that like if I was like afraid of like homophobia comments and it's not that like I just it's just for I'm just not something that it seems like I would be interested in at all I think you would be pleasantly surprised I might be I mean I I think like it's cool that people dress up and go see it. And I think the atmosphere and all that, it would be something that like you can't really experience anything other than like a comic con. So like, I like comic con. So it'd be like one of those sort of like cosplay type things. Um, Mm -hmm. but other than that, like, I don't know. I think I would enjoy myself maybe, but I have no desire to see it. I'm not planning on it. unless maybe Seth, if you, if you dress up in drag and get me to go, I'll go with you. I would there not look nearly as good in drag I've as the people in this movie. <laughs> Same. You look pretty good in drag, Seth. I have never actually worn drag. I, I just need to get you a wig. <laughs> that was underwear. It was not a dress. That would be acceptable. Just put some high, put some high heels on and you'd be good. That's right. That, you could go as Dr. Frankenfurter for Halloween. It'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> Clay, what do you think about the Rocky Horror Picture Show? So I saw it when I was young, and I rewatched it now, but a, full, a handful of years ago. And honestly, I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. Um, only what because goes comes around. It, <laughs> no. So here's my reasoning, real quick. It's it's a great like I've seen it. You check it off the bucket list. You listen to some of the soundtrack music. Like Time Warp is a classic song. Let's you know, like like yet yeah, that has been played again. multiple different genres. People still give nods back to it. Um, but it's just it's wonky. It's not produced well. Um, it's there's a lot of actual like critique errors that are in it, and the fact I can't watch it without thinking Hotel California and being disappointed that it's not Hotel California. <laughs> like like okay. that's just my opinion. So two. All right, that's two. Uh, I fucking love Rocky Horror Picture Show. Thank you. I, I have to watch it every single year yeah. at Halloween time. Like I have to. It's a must, and um, I think it's done very well. I think Tim Curry like is fucking brilliant. Do you dress uh, up this. for and the actually, he, like experience though? No, I've More never dressed up for it. it. I would be Rocky though, by the way, because I, I I look really good like him. So I would definitely dress up like Rocky. Whatever, Seth. In those you want me to give your movie a one? Do, do you remember what he wore in that movie? Yeah, he wore a little gold speedo. Yeah, I, that's all. I as soon as you said that, I was like, that's what I envisioned. I would look great in a little gold speedo. You think so? So so anyway. Uh, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think it's great. Tim Curry is great. Susan Sarandon, amazing. Okay. Uh, the only thing I remember Barry Bossel from is I think he hosted uh, uh, Family Feud for a while. Uh, I don't know what he did after that. Anyway, uh, I'm going to give this movie a 4.5 on the grayscale because I absolutely love it. Um, and yeah, I, no, I don't dress up uh, to go see it because I've actually never seen it in theaters. Uh, I've only ever watched it at home, but uh, I do love it. So that means that Rocky Horror is, thank God, beating I Know What You Did Last Summer, uh, even though Omar did not get to vote on it. So uh, Rocky Horror is going to get an 11.5 on the grayscale. And uh, that's going to bring us to my number two and uh i'm going with uh, a little movie all right that i know everyone uh, of you have seen and i know it absolutely terrified you all uh and i'm talking about a gore verbinski directed 2002 the ring the okay. ring it's a it's a j-horror remake uh actually i think it's like the the first like really big j-horror remake is this on your uh, list that was Seth? that was made that's fine that's my number. That's you, my number. That's my number one. You'll get that's the same number one. You'll get that's the same fair. points. Then that's good. Yeah, you'll get the same points. So it's all good. Okay. Um, but I fucking love the ring. I think it was. It's one of the first yeah. movies that I saw like as a young uh, adult. Like I was an adult at that time, but I was like nineteen when it came out. It's like one of the first movies as a young adult that I saw that that was actually terrifying and scary. Like I could not sleep after seeing this movie it was so fucking scary um some of the, the way the, she moves. The visuals in this movie oh my god some Turn of the visuals in the well. movie are just shocking they're just shocking right <sighs> and um it's truly terrifying that the video the video that they show in this movie is terrifying in and of itself you know even though it's just images random images um and there was like this whole like mythology surrounding the movie they had a website uh, that actually like made it seem real. You would go and you'd actually like look at newspaper articles about some of the stuff that had happened, uh, you know, in the movie with the with the lady, you know, uh, from the S- Samora's mom or whatever, you know. 
It's just so terrifying. It's great. I remember being in the theater on the second or third watch where we went to the movies to see it. And I left the theater. My friends were still in the theater. This is like right around the time we all got cell phones. My friends are still in the theater, right? And it's after the scene where the the film plays. And I go to a pay phone and I call each one of them and leave them a little voicemail that says, seven days. And when we get out of the theater and they check their voicemails, they're all freaking out. Cause of course, you know, you don't track, uh, you don't have like, what is it called? A caller ID or whatever from a, from a damn payphone. So they're thinking it's real and it's so great. You know, you're able to, to actually scare your friends, uh, by doing that. But this movie terrified me. It's visually stunning. Uh, the, the directing is great. The acting's great. Uh, Naomi Watts is, is fantastic in it. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. Um, I give the ring a five on the grayscale. Uh, Omar, what do you think about the ring? Mm. Well, this is going to be a fun one uh, to talk about. I It's not on my list, but as far as movies that motivated you go and you think about what you're doing when you watch that this particular movie and that's what, it, I've got a whole what story. it's all about. And, that, and that's, so I think that's going to help you in, in the voting. And so my story, um, well, first of all, I feel like, you know, every summer or every season maybe it might have been i don't know when they released this might have been this time of year again but like there's always like the scary movie of that season and i think the year before it was such a disappointing year because i think it was like the blitter witch project or some shit like that was like the the scariest movie before that and uh, i I may be wrong but i feel i'm just remembering and so i i'm in california at a summer camp working where there's I don't know how many acres of land, but I'm there like a week before camps starting. So this was definitely in the summer, but it was on on VHS or on DVD at this point, wherever it was. And it was myself and two other females. Um, and one of them was kind of cute. And we were watching this movie. And during this movie is when like, you know, we, you know, it was, start hooking up and stuff and the the other girl goes off to the cabin and me and this other chick are like finish watching the movie and then go off into another room and start like hooking up well i thought that we had turned the movie off or tv show off or whichever or not tv show the movie or tv off and uh but maybe we just didn't i mean obviously now i'm not nearly as religious or super this is a christian summer camp type site thing that i was working at and uh and you're hooking up with girls why am i <laughs> not surprised <laughs> it's, it's a christian summer camp so um and uh, anyway so i just remember after uh, we go hot and heavy this is the first time we start my hangout with this girl i end up dating her for the rest of the summer like to for the you just say hot and heavy long story short, it was pretty hot and heavy yes and then so we that summer but camp. then we go back out okay. of that room and the tv's on the snow stuff so um and she the two girls were bunking together and you know i was bunking on the other side of the camp in this like smaller more rustic sort of camp thing and i remember i was not in the right state of mind after that they they all go back to their room i go back to my room i'm laying there in bed and i'm hearing every noise outside and inside of my cabin and i made it probably about 15, 20 minutes in there by myself. And then I'm up there knocking on their cabin, like, can I sleep on your floor? I'm here to protect you. <laughs> to protect you for the night. I was like very terrified. So yeah. You cowardly lion. Um, but as far as like all the rest of the movie goes, 
Um, I've never been a huge like into scary movies and it was scary like the imagery the like kind of demonic like thing coming out of the tv and the way she moved and all that stuff like so i was not into it i was not a fan of the movie it was scary it definitely impacted me and molded me so you get points for that but i can't really speak to like how great the movie was as much as like you were into that i didn't i was my parents loved me so they didn't like it forced me to watch. You know, I got <laughs> Are you saying because he watched it, his parents don't love him? Well, he was just watching shit like that when he was it's in the career. Really Wonka. I, I'll say this: I begged my mom to let me watch stuff like that. I've always been a huge fan of horror movies. I'll give it a four point two because yeah. it helped me get some too. <laughs> Seth, I know this is uh, also your first one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to ask you it at the very end. Uh, Clay, what do you think about the ring? Um, I'm gonna give it a one. Oh, what? And here's why. Here's why. The actual Japanese <laughs> version of this film is astronomically better for multiple nope. reasons is it, because is it anime. Nope. No, no, it's not. No, the the Japanese version is better because it goes into the lore of what that girl is and the spiritualism of like what all this is, and it's not just the American ripoff. Um, and so I I much prefer the ja- the real Japanese version of this film over the American version of this film. So I have to give it a one because it's just nerd alert. It's, it, it's trying yeah, to real. replicate something that that was great, and they could have just dubbed it instead of, of doing what they did. It's definitely a remake. Uh, I I have to disagree with you about this not being as good as the original because yeah. Ringu, although a, a decent movie in its own right, uh, I think that they made it way better with uh, the American version. The uh, anticipation just, was so much better than the original. It's just cultural appropriation. That's all that is. I disagree. <laughs> if it were cultural appropriation, they would have That's an awfully uh, woke thought. <laughs> no, it, it's definitely not, especially in art, because everyone's always taken. There's no original ideas yeah, in art. Yeah. Everything's taken for some minute. Yeah. Ringu, I, I think you should watch it for sure. But I, I just, I think that the ring is actually way more terrifying uh, of a movie than Ringu. Well, and I don't Although find the ring good. scary at all, actually. Really? <laughs> at all. It is non-frightening at all. Um, oh, the man. others or skeleton key to me is scarier than the ring. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the scariest movie ever. I'm saying for the time it was absolutely terrifying. And I, I still like get, you know, I not won't scared, watch it again, but you won't. <laughs> oh, no. wow. Well, t- okay. So let's hear from you then. Let's hear Clay from you. Then. Clay gives end. it a one. Um, yeah. It gets a five. Okay. Uh, but I'm saying, I don't think I can watch it again. What yeah. happened? I don't remember where we were. But I remember it was me, my cousin Billy, my cousin Jordan, and Carl Forehand's son, J.D. And J.D. made fun of this film the enti- from the beginning to the end. All he did was crack jokes. And like so we were laughing and shit. But it, at the same time, it was absolutely terrifying. And so like... It was this weird mix-up to where we're laughing and we're joking about it and da 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 And then it's like, holy shit, this is actually happening. This is real. This lady's moving. The way she's moving is weird. There's video games about it even that I played uh, that scare me. The video games scare me. Uh, I just remember that this film shook me and I was with my... I was so happy I did not watch this alone. 
but because I laughed through it, it, it was more scary. It was scarier because we were joking about it as it was happening. And I remember we talked about this for weeks to come. And I don't know if I can watch this again without like getting, I don't know, messed up a little bit. Like it, I think it you should watch it me. again. I think not you should alone. check it out by yourself. Absolutely yeah. not. Just Absolutely. watch it while you're no good. good. Way. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yes, you do. Don't even. But you know, at least you came out of the closet. That's what we real. That's my big takeaway oh, from Jesus. this show. But anyhow, all right. The so, ring was scary. So it gets a five from me. That's Seth's number one. Very good. That's my number two. So the ring is going to end up with fifteen point two on the that's gray scale. Not bad. Ridiculous. Not bad. Um, that's going to bring us to Omar's number one. Uh, most terrifying or most scary movie of all time. Or it's going to be a TV show. So, um, like I said, doing this 30 minutes before the show and looking at the list, I could have done all three movies. Um, there's some good scary movies out there. It's one of those genres. Um, and I'm going to talk about how I transitioned. This TV show kind of helped me transition some of my genres I was watching um, at the time. And so we're now predominantly most of the stuff I go to gravitate to are more on the darker side, whether it be darker comedies or darker uh, horror sci-fi sort of stuff. Uh, I'm kind of looking for that because I enjoy those storylines. I think a little bit better than some of like the lighter stuff. that always has a happy ending. Um, I don't know what that says about, about me, but that, <laughs> but that's uh, <laughs> at some point, um, and so I'm going to choose. We talked about Stranger Things already. That was on the list. Uh, I'll say a couple others that almost made the list or they're on the list that I aren't going to talk about. True Detective, which is an HBO show. Um, it, like I said, it's a true crime show. Matthew McConaughey. It's one of those. Uh, there's three seasons out. Check it out. You can check it out on, on Amazon Prime uh, but uh, or on HBO, HBO Max, whatever you have. Um, but all three seasons is completely different cast and completely different like storyline of like a detective that goes, uh, or, uh, just a true crime drawn. I'm going to leave it at that. And you guys check it out. Uh, great acting. Uh, and then American, and that's just an honorable mention, right? Yeah. And then Amer- okay. an American horror story is another one I want to throw out there, but it's, it's, these are both kind of newer. So it's one of those things where like, I don't want Seth to tell me that it can't mold me. Um, <laughs> there's only one season from American horror story. That's good, but continue. Col- that's the one. Um, supernatural. That's my, that's my pick. Um, it started out in 2005 and it's 15 seasons long. I think it's still going to this, to this day. I tell you why I chose this. So for me, uh, when I was doing the whole church thing, working out in Alaska, um, some of the students that I was working with were really into this movie when I heard this TV show. Um, and it was one of those things it dealt with the supernatural and the spiritual. It doesn't follow any kind of like biblical storyline at all, other than like some of the characters are based on like angels and, and demon characters or like there's a Crowley characters names based off of like Alice and Crowley. And so it's this kind of like, there's a lot, a lot of that going on. You have two brothers, uh, Sam and Dean Winchester, who are basically demon hunters and their dad was a demon hunter. And they're like from a long line of, 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 of Winchesters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The band that the, yeah, it's, uh, they are, are a band I, I wouldn't say they're good but whatever um oh. and then um you have like they end up 
I don't know how many times they die in this TV show and then like come back throughout the seasons. Like one character will die and end up in like hell or heaven or some sort of like other dimension. And they, I don't know. I mean, 15 seasons long. It, it's one of the things that like has impacted a lot of other TV shows afterwards. It's not, it's got a whole lot of cheese involved. I'm not saying it's like very good. What I'm saying is it impact it impacted me <laughs> to where I got really deep into like the first like maybe eight or nine seasons of it before it just got kind of too predictable and kind of like, eh. but it set me up for wanting to check out other shows like that that are more on like the darker demonic ghost chasing sort of stuff. So it makes the list for that reason. Um, okay. So supernatural, and I—it's going to be interesting because it's like my number one pick. But I gave my other two picks a five, and I don't know that I can't be honest with myself and give it a five. Um, but I can give it a four point five. Okay, all right. Omar has chosen supernatural and has given it a four point five. Clay, what do you think about supernatural? Strong, heavy, heavy two. Um, it it. I've, I've tried multiple times to watch it and it's like it's a it's it's a show of a it's it's a try hard it, it's trying really hard to be scary but it just can't overcome its lackadaisicalness i guess you would say to to really reach into there like uh, if y'all remember constantine um that show that show was a lot more scary and dealt with a lot it's more also of like, like a network hoodoo. show too though so they can only get so scary <laughs> It is, and it's for it's from Warner Brothers, which you know so does DC movies, so it, yeah, w- it can't be that good. Uh, the, um, it's a network show, so we automatically get two points. Like what? How does that no, work? I'm just saying it's, it's just it's, not it's the, the best. WB, and so yeah. it, it, it's, oh, okay. it's one of those things where you're not. It, it is it's corny, and so it's as scary right. yeah. as scary as you're gonna get on the WB. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Is what oh I'm yeah. Saying. And I just, I just got to give it a two. Um, and sure. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for this in nerdum, um, and and I understand that because this is a nerd like holy grail. But I, I just got to give it a two. And that's kind of the whole thing is like whenever I was introduced to it, there's already like there is a cult following to this. Yeah. Um, and that's I mean they're they're going strong at 15 seasons and people are still like right. into it even though it is very corny but i mean like we've had stuff like your rocket horror picture show on the list so um, we're talking corny i mean come on <laughs> or whatever whatever that first movie chris mentioned so <laughs> yeah we're not gonna talk about that uh good. You, well once you watch it i think you'll really appreciate it uh seth what do you think about supernatural i very much wanted to like this show and i've actually tried to watch this show two or three times and i never make it past the first season so yeah, it gets a two, but it, I, I, it's a, I, I want to believe it's a good show. I just, I can't, I, I've, it's not. I've attempted, it's not, I've attempted <laughs> multiple times to invest in it and I can't. So yeah, it gets a two from me. Okay. Uh, I have never seen an episode of supernatural. I want to give it a 1.3 or a 1.4 just so it beats. I know what you did last summer. Oh my God. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> but oh. I, I, I have never seen it. So I've can't. never seen it. So I can't vote Ooh, on it. I, Omar coming in last on the worst movie. <laughs> I don't think so. But, but 
my mine was last at five points. But uh, oh, that's true. Never mind. I I can't imagine getting into a TV show that has fifteen seasons. There's no way that you can make a good TV show last for fifteen no. seasons. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy. No. It's not this, good. This like prison <laughs> Simpsons. Okay. All right. A Long cartoon show. But. Oh no 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 no! Anyway, since you, I, a lot of shows can make it. It depends on what okay. the shows are about. Uh, well, but it can make it's it. debatable about whether those are good. Okay, <laughs> and let me so. just clarify too, because <laughs> I, I'm, I put it on my list. Like it has impacted me, and I and I'm okay with saying that. But in no way am I saying this is a good show. And yeah. often I <laughs> often, and I understand uh, Seth and Clay's responses because I will run out of shows to watch. And I see that I'm still like, there's six or seven seasons of this I have not watched. And I'm like, well, I can go back and start watching some of it. And I forget where I left off anyway. And it, the, the plot and storyline changes so much. Like, I'm like yeah. who's the bad guy now? Who's the good guy? Which, you know, who's, who's, who's if, got a demon in them? If this is the show you pick when you run out of shows. No, it's not the <laughs> I, show. That's what I'm saying. I've gone back to it and tried to watch it. And I just can't. Like, it's just because at this point, I've watched so many better things mm. that... And this was your number one pick? No, I'm it, a little surprised by made, that too, Omar. It made the list. You're saying the movie that's horrible is yeah. your number one pick. I just have it to It molded him the most. That's fair. I mean, okay, it, fair. Chris is surprised by that, but he has one that got five points. <laughs> and, 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 and Seth has asked me questions that I felt like I expressed. Descri- like already answered. it only has five points because you all have not seen it if you had seen it i can guarantee yeah, you, you would think it's great eight. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think you would like it i'm about to feel that way so good good let's go ahead well okay so that means that supernatural is going to end up with an 8.5 on the grayscale which does come in uh second to last uh just after whatever happened to baby jane um <laughs> all right clay what is your your number one okay your number one terrifying Seth. Seth, get your hat on. Get your get your hat on. Go ahead. Come on, let's do it. You're about hat. You're you're one of. Uh, it's too new to mold you because you're about to to have a child over here. This is a TV um, show, right? Yeah. If it came okay. out this year, I quit. Then quit. <laughs> it came out this year, August sixteenth, twenty twenty. Oh Jesus! What is it? Here's why. Here's why. I'm gonna I'm gonna break Name this down. The show first. Lovecraft Country. Oh, I have not seen God. it. No one, yeah, no, I guarantee you no one's seen it yet. Um, so, again, I'm going to go back. I am a massive uh, uh, Lovecraftian person. I follow the mythos, Call of Cthulhu, um, all of that. Um, and so, Lovecraft Country um, is a, uh, a noir horror uh, show based on the mythos of uh, Call of Cthulhu and things like that. Um, there's a lot of witchcraft, wizardry type of stuff in there, implemented dark arts, you know, type of stuff in there. Um, but the reason I love this show, not just it's for that. A racist? It's because, yes, because H.P. Lovecraft was a racist and it's an all black ca- cast and directors directing the show. It was so. It is about this guy named Atticus Black, um, who is a Vietnam War uh, vet, or a Korean War veteran in the fifties. Comes back home and finds out he's part. He's a grandson, 
great great grandson of this person who owned slaves and you know the white guy slept with one of the this the slave girls and he was the byproduct of that who had spiritual powers to be able to cast spells and all this stuff um and it's about this big large journey that happens through this mythos and they're not even done with season one yet i believe there's like three or four more episodes left of season one um but it's an amazing gothic horror style show um it it, some of the shows aren't even scary. Seth's writing his it's, letter of resignation as we speak. Yeah, yeah. It is just, and I, and I go watch it because I'm going to say it's going to get five because none of you have seen it. But the thing is, if you go and watch this, I guarantee you the score would be much, much higher than just five. It is, uh, they use sound to make you feel terrified. You would say it has more points than the points in the game? If everyone was to go and watch it, like Chris is saying about what happened to Baby Hoo-Ha, um, <laughs> then, then it would have more points. Um, it is on oh, HBO Max exclusive, um, but it is an amazing, amazing show. Um, done very quite well, especially it talk, does it deals a lot with it, the injustices of uh, people of color back in the 50s America. Um, like it starts off with one of the guys does a guidebook for African-Americans of where it's safe to go in the country is one of the main kind of things in it. And so there's a, it's a really good show upon that. And the horror and monsters are amazing. So I, I have to give it a five because I can't give it a 10. And how do you feel this has shaped you or is going to shape you moving forward? Um, it, it, it mostly, it, again, it mostly, it, it brought a genre of, of things into the spotlight to where I can go and talk about Lovecraft <laughs> things with people now and it's, they understand. You can go talk about Lovecraft things. It's like King you, Seth, Jesus That's what Christ. it is, H.P. Lovecraft, who was a belligerent eighth, uh, racist and bigot, now has a show uh, after a book um, by Matt Ruff. Um, who directs they into a this thing. show again? Who directs this is a, uh, oh gosh, uh, Cheryl uh, Dunny, oh, okay. I believe. A, um, but it's an all black cast um, and it th- flies right in the face of H.P. Lovecraft because that's one of the things I hated about H.P. Lovecraft five. is, yeah. Okay. Has anyone else seen this movie <laughs> or this no. TV show? I guarantee you no. It's It's brand new. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Yeah, it gets five. I will say that I've had other friends who've recommended me watch this and said that it's really good. So I'm sure it's on my list of to watch um, whatever movie Chris said is still not on my list. But but, but this one, even though- <laughs> Watch this before that one. This one will be more entertaining. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're all just ageist. All right. Uh, okay, boomer. So that means Lovecraft Country is going to get a five on the grayscale, uh, which equals my very first pick here. Uh, okay, so we're going to go to my number one of all time. And I've spoken about this movie before. Uh, I love Back this movie future. so much. No, it's yeah, the whole, that's what I was about to say. Movie. Uh, <laughs> it's I, that I bad, though. Say what? Oh, said it's that bad though, dude. Back to the Future is an anyway, incredible movie. Don't 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 do that, Clay. No, just let him go. Oh my goodness, that's, that's gonna, that's gonna be like a fifteen minute rant. And why? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I'll go on a rant. You've already back been to on the live for over an hour. So we're good. <laughs> all right, the number one, the number one scary movie of all time, and it, and it should be yours. Come as on, well. you better be a good one because you could win this with my last pick. I left the door. I left the door open. 1982, Toby Hooper directed, but let's be real, Steven Spielberg directed, uh, Masterpiece, okay, starring Craig T. Nelson, Heather O'Rourke, Joe Beth Williams, talking about Poltergeist. 
Poltergeist. Uh, the original, okay, 1982. The remake was trash, all right? The original Poltergeist really is such a terrifying movie because it's about, of course, an entity, right? An evil spirit or, or, you know, How ghost old or whatever. You when you watch this, Chris, let's, let's for the cover first that time, first. Yes. Probably like three or four, probably. Yeah. Okay. Dear God. Right. So this movie has a lot of heart. Okay. But it's also terrifying because you have this entity that's attacking people in their home. Your home is supposed to be the place where you're safe, the place where, you know, people can't harm you. And they come and they take this girl, right? Because she's full of life. She's full of a uh, positive energy. And so this, the spirits attack this family and they take the girl from them and they're, they're trying to, to find her because uh, she's in like another realm, right? The spirit realm. And, um, Anyhow, it's it's absolutely moving, but also terrifying at the same time. the The music is intense. It's scary. They used real skeletons uh, in the movie. Uh, it's super realistic. It's 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 an incredible movie. If you haven't seen Poltergeist from 1982, you've got to go and watch it. And don't think uh, that just because it's from 1982, the visual effects aren't going to stand up. They do. Uh, it looks stunning. It feels like you, you're you're endeared to this family. You feel like you know this family you feel like you want to protect this family uh and and, you know actually there's a a big mythos surrounding this movie because two of the uh, child actors from this movie actually died uh not long afterwards you know several years later um heather o'rourke died from a really rare disease they didn't catch she was the young girl who played carol ann uh and then uh the older daughter uh, heather dunn uh she actually was killed by her boyfriend uh and so the you know they say that this movie is cursed or whatever but uh of course i don't i don't believe that but um Anyways, incredible movie. If you have not seen it, please go and watch it. It's terrifying, but it's also super endearing. Uh, and I just love it. And of course, I'm going to give it a five on the grayscale. Again, I said that before. I'll say it again. My parents loved me. So I <laughs> I didn't watch stuff like this when I was a kid. No. So And then by the time I was old enough to be interested in movies like this at all, um, there was too old of a movie in, uh, for me to ever go to, so I've not seen this, so I can't I can't oh. vote on it. Oh man! But, but uh, this is the one that has like on the cover the pinhead dude. No, okay. that's Hellraiser. No. Okay, yeah. No, Poltergeist has the little girl that's l- like you know has her hands on the TV. Okay, yeah. See, I, I yeah. have not seen it, and it'd be like it'd be one of those things because I grew up it's such Christian and strict stuff that like. I need you to watch it, Omar. You're going to love it. It's really good. Okay. Go back and watch it. I mean, you have a better chance of me watching that than the other one. But (laughs) The remake of this movie, by the way, is awful. Please do not watch it. I love Sam Rockwell, but no. Just no. Uh, Clay, have you seen Poltergeist? I I don't think I have. Oh. I don't think I have. I'm so Mostly sad. That's like swinging when it, a miss, Chris. Just, just like with Omar said, like even though I was allowed you to watch certain too? movies like that, no, I mean, kind of. Uh, yeah, I did. No, I did. Uh, I watch. I like. I remember watching The Shining when it was on TV. That yeah. the made for TV one, and that scared the shit out of me. The lady in the tub. Dear God, yeah. like that. That was going to be a happy moment. Um, <laughs> nope. And uh, so I kind of got turned off between of movies of that nature, and yeah. I'm just now like coming back in, in the last five years and really the. Of, of true horror films and so i i haven't i don't remember seeing it um 
So I'm going to have to give it a zero. Well, yeah. Seth, have you seen Poltergeist, the original? Of course I have. Okay, good. <laughs> and I'm going to give it a five. Hell yeah. Oh, oh nice. coming in clutch. was an incredible film, yeah. especially for its time. Yeah. Um, I remember watching that film. Like, I think it may have been one of the first scary movies I'd ever seen. Because I remember watching it and being like, oh, and this was it was different than what I had been accustomed to. And right. the little girl in the film, I know she was a little girl, but it was a phenomenal performance. Super, yeah, uh, great. She made that show, that movie. Um, it was, it's great. So I give yeah, it a five. I agree. Well, thank you. Thank you for giving it a five. I, I fucking love Poltergeist and, and please go watch it. Like it, it's, it's for not real. one of those, like nowadays people, you know, whenever they make a scary movie, they, they rely on jump scares. They rely on that kind of stuff. That's not what this movie does. This movie gets you invested into this family that you care for them. And then it just absolutely takes them on the absolute worst ride they've Is ever been this on. The, the power of Christ compels you one. No, that's the exorcist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you gotta see, see this movie get that confused special dice exorcist sure know. yeah so all right that's gonna give poltergeist a 10 on the grayscale are you all ready to find out what the top five scary movies of all time are we gonna do that or are we gonna do honorable mentions and stuff first we, we can do honorable no, mentions I, first because that's when uh, i've been waiting for an hour and 35 minutes <laughs> I, for honorable <laughs> mentions this game. all right I, I just want to do the honorable mentions real quick because i want to sure. do an apology with my own drill mentions because I, I felt like this was coming and I'm and I thought about maybe changing things up but I really wanted to get a TV show on the list but um, Stephen King movies uh, I, I I anybody out there listening I apologize that none of us <laughs> put a Stephen King movie it was mentioned uh, we had a shining mention mentioning there at one point I mentioned um, it as well okay and, and so but I just and we're doing TV and and movie genre. This would be an opportunity to do like the Langoliers or some oh, shit. The Langoliers that was, was horrible. It was it was horrible, <laughs> but it also but it did impact me because it was something that came on TV yeah. and you could watch. And it was Stephen King, and they had a couple um, Maximum Overdrive with the trucks that come yeah, alive. Yeah, and they weren't and <laughs> his his made for TVs weren't weren't great, and they wouldn't make any list really. But he actually directed that one. But Stephen King, uh, I mean, even uh, you mentioned Shining, like even like the newer ones, like Doctor Sleep. Like, holy fuck. Have any of you guys seen Dr. Sleep yet? I saw it. Not yet, no. Yeah. I, I thought it was just great from the beginning to the end. Like, I think uh, I th- thought it was casted fairly well. And just the idea of how... That was all right. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was better than The Shining. Oh, no way. <laughs> no, The Shining holds a place. Like, that is your go-to. Because The Shining's minor honorable mention, uh, along with the Leprechaun movies. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Leprechaun in the hood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have so many honorable mentions. I don't even know where to start. I mean, with TV <laughs> shows, uh, there was a TV show that came out a few years back called Penny Dreadful. Uh, you can watch on Netflix. It's really yeah. well done. Eva Green is really, really good in it. Um, I, I really like that TV show. Uh, as far as movies go, I mean, God, there's just way too many to even fucking name. Um, Are you going to name Jeepers Creepers? No, that movie's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Omar, you mentioned the movie Seven earlier. I don't know. I mean, it, it's totally scary, you know, and it's 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 a great movie. Uh, certainly can make the list. I mean, but there's there's just so many great scary movies out there. 
I, I don't know that I would ever have included I Know What You Did Last Summer on <laughs> any of those lists. Um, Saul but. was better than I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> Saul. The original Saul. Yeah, the, the first The first one. Saw is great. The first Saul Actually, was great. The, yeah. And it was filmed yeah, in have, Dallas, I own too. all five or six of them. I have, like, the DVD set. I can't watch Saul. them. But There's the also first one more really? recent stuff, like, Lucifer's pretty good. I'm not... I, they lost me on the newest season, Lucifer. That's out on Lucifer's right not really horror though. It's more because they they played it down so much. Yeah. Lucifer's more of a suspense thriller at most. Yeah. And, well, and Saw is not really horror so much as it's you know torture Go- porn, gore, gore. Yeah. 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 But but you know and the first one is great. I'm gonna throw out an, uh, some honorable mentions. Uh, what lies beneath? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Harrison okay. Ford, um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Harrison, yeah. No, that was really good. And so yeah, you should use that one that. if you're trying to win. <laughs> well, you know, I had to throw in what I I know what you did last summer just to to piss off Chris. That was oh my really god, the point. Conjuring, the first Conjuring movie was great. Yeah, yeah, it's it was similar really to The Ring in a way. Yeah, there was a movie that came out. Oh, I don't know, Sinister. Have you all seen that? No. That one was really I scary. Think I have. Yeah, Sinister. That was a pretty scary movie. Hereditary. Have you all seen Hereditary? No, terrifying. I mean, Terri- it's, we it's can more name, recent. The most terrifying film I've ever watched would have to be, I mean, freaking Human Centipede. Ooh, I can't. No, I can't do that. Like, like uh, that. That is by far terrifying and horrible. All in the same time, no way I'd <laughs> ever be able to watch that movie. I, I, once I heard that they sew their mouth to an ass and they have to eat shit. No, I'm out. <laughs> what? That's for real. What happens? Yeah, so it's, what it's a human messed up. Centipede is you know. a human. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was horrible. out on that. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Well, all right. Let's get to uh, let's get to these winners here. All 100%. right. So we'll do the movies first, and then we'll find out who actually won the game. Uh, so coming in in fifth place with twelve points on the grayscale is Gremlins. Gremlins. Yee! Yeah, good choice on that one. Coming in in fourth place at fifteen point two points is The Ring. The Ring. Okay, fourth place. That's my number one. All right, coming in third place with uh, sixteen points is Little Shop of Horrors. Excellent uh, right. choice there, Omar. I love that movie. Uh, and then second place with 18 points is Silence of the Lambs. And the number one scary movie or, or TV show of all time with 18.1 points, 0.1 points above Silence of the Lambs is Clay's Choice, Stranger Things. I just want to yeah. say, Chris definitely <laughs> padded that, but that's okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, I'll take the patent. Yeah, I actually, I do think that I like Stranger Things just slightly better than Silence of the Lambs. So I, I'm actually happy that that made the the number one. Stranger Things is absolutely incredible, yeah. and certainly you should watch it if you haven't so seen it So welcome to the show, TV shows. Apparently coming in <laughs> and a TV show taking first place. So there you That's go. Right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Let's talk about who lost this game. Can All we right. not? I am so <laughs> mad. Because the very fact that this freaking that one number one literally contradicts the name of the motherfucking show so whatever whatever all right this is a joke it's it's what i lost fair and square i didn't get a single movie on well no i got the rings on there but it technically is based off of you seth you didn't do bad actually so coming in last place fourth place uh clay you got 35.1 points uh, for for the movies that you brought up, you really lost out with Lovecraft Country, man. I I, I had to though. Again, in. I had to. It did you in. Um, coming in third place is myself. I, say, with, I, can't, uh, I can't believe you. That cr- you 
Chris. Well, we'll just wait. Just wait. Because Clay got 35.1 points, and somehow I got 35.2 points. <laughs> oh. Margin so, of error. It's yeah, that, so it's I, that padding, you know? So. Yeah. Well, the Poltergeist, Poltergeist, uh, I think, because Seth, you know, was actually, uh, he voted on that. So that actually, uh, I think, helped me out there. So uh, I was thir- third place. Seth, you actually got second place with 36.5 <gasps> points, which means, of course, as always... <laughs> Alright, 42.5 points Omar, you are the winner of Movies That Bowled Me Today Congratulations I just want to thank the Jesus and (laughs) The the, the baby Jesus And the full grown Jesus And the Jesus that came back and died for our sins Jesus in the manger all, All of them the, tr- the trinity of the Jesuses. I thank you You're all. You're going to need some this. sort of uh, religious comfort, I guess, <laughs> to make you feel safe after uh, having w- seen these TV shows and movies. So. Yeah, and if you haven't, if you haven't seen any of these we've talked about, there was some really good picks. Um, even though I know Seth is still going to be protesting months from now <laughs> because we we are allowing newer TV shows and movies in, but I do think that. Um, you can tell when something is molding you because it's one of those things that's always on your mind. It's, I think, something that was said, especially with TV shows that are coming up recent or the newer ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're still in production. If, if you are planning your life around episode releases, then it is molding you. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks everybody for watching. Make sure to go check out our merch, Fade Gray Network, uh, uh, FTG Network at uh, Store Frontier. Check it out. Yeah, we got lots of really cool stuff over there. And check out the Fade Gray Network. Lots of really good podcasts. Yeah, uh, we've got Reapcast. We've got Mental uh, Movies that Molded Me, obviously, uh, and some more coming up in the future. So it's going to be exciting. And uh, hit us up on Facebook. Let us know how shitty our movie selections are, <laughs> or uh, how great we did. And. <laughs> Yeah, leave comments. Let us know. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.